Hello guys, welcome back to another episode. For those who are new, welcome. Today, we are starting pretty much the new year. Um, I know that we are already on the 5th, I believe. Yes. No, we're on the 4th. So we're on the 4th, but this is the first week of the year. And I'm really happy that we're all here to experience it. A lot of other people weren't so lucky. I I read in the news that there was a Walt Disney executive who unfortunately passed away on January 1st or the 2nd, something like that. So clearly not everyone is going to experience 2020. I already have some other other unfortunate news regarding uh, similar things. So we really have to be open and really open our eyes to see that there is blessing regardless of all of the things going on around us in our own circumstances. There is some light. There is always going to be something good. And sometimes you won't see it, but you have to, sometimes you just have to dig for it because it's there. You just can't see it because there's so much bad things going on. But anyway, this is a new year. I'm sure that maybe not all of us have gotten around to making our our goals for the year. I have I surprisingly only have like 10, but for I don't know for some reason I can't think of more. But I will say this that those those goals that I set for myself, honestly, some of them are very vague and I do plan on elaborating on that, setting up different goals, saying how I'm going to do this and you know, kind of like why and what steps are are we going to take to get there. Um, so we are going to do that. But today, I couldn't find a better time to do this. But now that we're in the first week, I thought might as well do this, which we're going to talk about SMART goals. I covered this in my day 31 from season one, I think, or season two. And so we will be talking about SMART goals and it's an acronym, but we'll get more into that. And I hope you guys are doing well. Let's get started. All right, so SMART goals. We discussed this previously. We, we've we done this before. But I figured now that we're starting a new year, why not do it right now? I feel like this is no better time. Now, let me start you off with a quote. The trouble with not having a goal is that you can spend your life running up and down the field and never score. So this is related to sports, obviously, and also in life. It's kind of you're, you're running around without an objective. And without an objective, without goals, you won't be able to fully make your life yours. You won't experience the things that you want to do. You won't accomplish the things you want to complete. And so you need to have objectives. And what are objectives? Objectives are things that you do on the daily. And you you do it as a part of your routine. Your goals are sort of long term. That's those are the goals. They're more kind of objectives, but long term objectives. They're just goals. So goals can be anywhere from a week to five, 10 years in length. 
you can decide. But when it comes to objectives, objectives are things you have to do every single day. And they cannot be longer than that because they won't be an objective. So one, if you remember at, at school, uh, some, some teachers would give you the courtesy of writing down what we're going to do in class. And so it, it would say at the on the whiteboard, it would say uh, object, objectives for today. And then it would say the date. And then there'd be like three or four things that we have to cover in class before the end of it. So clearly the teacher had his objectives in mind. He had those milestones or however you want to call them, the checkpoints, and cover each of those topics before the class ended. That was his goal. But the objectives were the things that you had to do within that goal. So the ones that we're talking about right now is SMART goals. Once you figure out your SMART goals, you will be able to have those objectives in your daily life. And that way you will have a more of an, a layout, a routine where you'll be able to figure out how am I going to get there and you know what steps are going to be are going to need to be taken in order to get there so i'm pretty sure we've all experienced that feeling where we're working really hard but not really getting anywhere and maybe you see very little improvement in your skills or your achievements when you reflect on the 5 maybe 10 years prior or maybe that you struggle to really fulfill your ambitions within the next few years or you see yourself struggle and many people obviously have different situations, but there are some people who live their lives drifting from one job to another or rushing around trying to get more done while accomplishing very little. And so setting SMART goals means that you can clearly define your ideas, focus your efforts, use your time and resources productively while increasing your chances of achieving what you want in life. And two books I recommend for this to help you out even more more than just this episode you can check out the book the discipline of masters and you can also find uh, essentialism let me see if i can search up because i forgot the authors so these two books will help you out a lot when it comes to just figuring out how to be more efficient and how can I get my goals accomplished quicker while not putting in as much work? And it's not about, you know, cutting back on work. It's about being more efficient with your work. Because that's the whole thing. That's, you know, it's, it's more of a disciplined pursuit. And so the book that I'm talking about is, okay, so it mistaken for whatever reason. Okay. So it's called Essentialism, and it is by Martin Hell, Martin G. Hell, and you'll be able to go check this book out. It's on Amazon. I think it's like around $13 for the paper book, and pretty much the whole essence of this book is to do less but accomplish more. That's the whole idea of this, and the second book that I was talking to you guys about is The Discipline of Masters which is written by Scott Allen. And you can find these both of these books on Amazon, but The Discipline of Masters is $11. The other one is like 13 But honestly, when you look at what it is, this is a very small investment 
for a lot of knowledge that you can find in these books. And it's insane just how much knowledge they give you. The Discipline of Masters is the one I'm currently reading. They're talking. I'm currently on the part where they're talking about time management because we talked about the first because there's three sections I believe in the book. First one is talking about the four biggest self-defeating behaviors. The next one is time management, and I forgot the third one. But the knowledge that he drops in this in this book is just insane. A lot of it you already know. Or I, I would assume that you would know, and a lot of it was new to me. And I just, and then there was like another part where it just felt, okay, this is a whole different perspective, and it, it just, it helps me out a lot to look at it from that point of view, because it won't be that it's not that difficult for me to understand anymore. Because just because of that singular point of view, he changed my perspective on things, on some of these things, and it just made more sense. And I love that. So I really recommend these two books. And so coming back to the subject, in this episode, we're going to talk about what SMART goals are, even though I already covered this, but I wanted to make more of, I guess, a renovated episode about this. It's been a while, the first one that we did. I don't think it was my best work, but we'll try better this time. And plus, we're starting a new year. I feel like this is just the best time to do it. All right, so what does SMART mean? So SMART is obviously a word, but it's not what we're talking about. We're referring to SMART as an acronym. SMART is an acronym that you can use to guide your goal setting. And so this is a criteria that is commonly attributed to uh, management by objectives concept, which is by Peter Drucker's. And so this was probably this is a term that's been used for a, a long time really uh probably since 1981 from what i read about and so smart was first you know found in an article as well and he stated which is the author of the article of the one written by professor robert s rubin he wrote the article with smart in it and he stated that SMART has be, has come to mean different things to different people. And so we'll talk about the things that we're finding here, the ones that are kind of specific. Obviously, there are the main ones, and then there's the ones that other people kind of view it as. So I'm going to first list the specifics, and then for each letter, I'm going to tell you guys what the other what the other meanings were, how the other people looked at it. But I've, I'm first going to tell you the main ones. So to make sure that your your goals are clear and reachable, each one of them should be smart. So the first one is S, obviously, which means specific. Specifics. Everything is about specifics. How am I going to get there? What do I need to do? What do I need in order to start? Specifics. The next one is M, which is measurable, meaning finding a way to track your progress, right? You, you'll be able to see how you're doing. A, achievable. So this is what I said. Don't be overambitious, but don't be too realistic because if you're too realistic, you'll accomplish your goals and you'll think that that's the highest that you can do, which is not true. You can always do better. And don't be overambitious because you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. 
because once you are overambitious and you set, you know, you kind of aim for such a high goal and you miss it, you kind of start getting demotivated and you lose your self confidence. But if you had just aimed a little bit lower and a little bit more achievable, you would have achieved it, and you would have that would have you know probably sent you to the stratosphere of success just because you knew how to aim correctly and not be too over ambitious. And be ambitious, obviously, be ambitious, but don't be over ambitious because once you cross that line, you're most likely setting yourself up for failure. There's a very, very, very minimal chance that you'll even succeed, and it's not because um, you can't do it. You you can, you definitely can, but everything is a you know you have to take baby steps. You have to start off different levels, climb the ladder, as they say, one step after the other. You can't just jump off and expect to reach the top of the ladder with one single jump, which is not true. And if you have ever tried that in real life, if you tried that on a real ladder, you know that doesn't go well. And I speak from experience because I've tried it once and I ended up falling. I don't know what I was thinking. I was younger. I I don't know. But anyway, the next one is R, which is relevant. This needs to make sure that it's correlated with you, what you value and what you want to achieve. Make sure those three things are in line. Just like Gandhi said, you have to have everything in line in order for them to be happy, in order for you to be happy. T, time bound. So things that can be time based or time limited or something that's time sensitive where you can pressure yourself a little bit for motivation to keep moving forward and that you need to have it by this and this in order to have a deadline. That way you can actually make progress even when you don't want to because you know that you have a deadline to meet. So those are the ways to do it. And let's see. So for S, the other examples were simple, sensible, or significant. You can try either of those. It doesn't really matter. Personally, I prefer the main ones. But just remember, it means a different thing to different people. So M could also be meaningful or motivating. A can also be agreed or attainable which is almost the same thing as achievable. R is reasonable, realistic, resourced, uh, result-based. So whatever it means to you, do that as long as it matches up with your goal that you're doing, you're meeting this criteria. T could also mean time-based, time-limited, time-cost-limited, timely, time-sensitive. So any of these things can mean whatever you want them to mean. Personally, for me, it's specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-sensitive or time-limited. And I like time-limited or time-sensitive just because it tells me, okay, I need to hurry up because I set a date for myself for me to uh, accomplish the goal by June 10th. And maybe if you want to be even more specific than that, June 10th at 2 p.m., that's, you know, that's the deadline for you to accomplish goal number one. And you better complete it by that deadline or else. There is no or else. You kind of just either fail or you succeed in that area. But you are the one with the power in your hand. So you decide how you want to punish yourself. Obviously, it's used for discipline. Don't beat yourself up. Just figure out how you can do better next time. 
or you can give yourself a slight extension because you know you're close. Either way, fix it so you can reach that goal and finally accomplish it. So how to use SMART? <sighs> okay, so there was a businessman. His name is Paul Meyer. And he you know, describes the characteristic of SMART goals in a book that he wrote in 2003, which is called Attitude is Everything if you want to succeed above and beyond. And so number one, right? We're talking about specifics. So your goal should be clear and specific. Otherwise, you won't be able to focus your efforts or truly feel like you're motivated to actually achieve it. And so when trying to write out your goal, try answering the five W questions. And what this is, is if you want to write these down, you can write them down. So under number one, if you want to take notes, number one, write specific. And then right below that, you want to write some little, I guess, some points or asterisk marks, whatever it is that you do for writing notes, you want to write the five questions. The first one is, what do I want to accomplish? Number two is, why is this goal important? Number three, who is involved? Four, where is it located? And five, which resources or limits are involved? All right, so what do you want to accomplish? Maybe lose five pounds. Why is this goal important to you? It will help increase your confidence. Who is involved? Pretty much you. Uh, where? Home, I guess. Uh, and it says which resources or limits are involved. So in this case, resources, it comes down to food and exercising videos or apps or whatever you use. Those kind of routines and limits. You have to limit yourself to, you know, eating healthy foods and limiting that junk that you are currently eating. So resources and limits. So I gave you an example of a specific goal right here. Um, and you have to kind of figure that out as you go. Obviously, you have to answer these questions. That way you know everything. It's kind of dissecting the goal. You're planning out the goal in very specific terms. So you clearly understand and your brain will also be on board, okay? This is what needs to be done. This is what I can and can't do. This is the goal. This is how I'm going to get there. So all of it is just very clear in your head because once we have a goal in our mind, it's not very specific unless we write it down. And then our eyes will give that to our brain and our brain will be like, okay, that makes a lot more sense. Help your brain out there. Number two is measurable. And so this is important because you need to have measurable goals. That way you can track your progress and stay motivated. So assessing progress helps you to stay focused and meet your deadlines as well as feel the excitement of getting closer to achieving your goal. And honestly, guys, <laughs> I love the feeling once you're so close to achieving the goal. I've had these moments and I'm currently having a moment because one of my goals is to have my one of my videos reach 1k and it's almost there it's so close it, it's it, it's killing me with excitement because i'm so excited to see it hit that 1000 or 1000 view mark and so i'm so excited for that and the feeling is amazing i promise you guys you guys are gonna love that and there's still other goals in the works but one at a time guys so a measurable goal should address the following questions. How much, how many, 
how will I know when it's accomplished? So here's an example. You might measure your goal of acquiring the skills of becoming the head of marketing by determining that you will have completed the necessary training courses and gained the relevant experience within five years' time. There's your example. Number three, achievable. Your goal needs to be realistic and attainable in order to be successful. So pretty much in other words, it should stretch your abilities, but still remain a feasible and possible thing to do. When you set an achievable goal, you will be able or may be able to identify previously overlooked opportunities and resources that can bring you closer to it. An achievable goal will usually ask or answer the following questions. How can I accomplish this goal? And two, how realistic is the goal based on other constraints such as a financial factor or emotional factor or whatever it is that you want to factor in here? How realistic is the goal considering your circumstances, considering external factors or even correlated factors? An example here you might want to ask yourself whether developing the skills required for becoming the head of marketing is actually realistic, you know, based on your existing experience and qualifications and maybe even time. You know, do you have the time to complete the required training effectively? And are the necessary resources available to you in the first place? Also, can you afford it? Because you can answer yes uh, to the first one, maybe yes to the second one, and maybe no to the third. So this is an easy fix, but if you say no to all three, it's probably not achievable for you. It's not being realistic. Um, you're being a, maybe a little bit overambitious. Try figuring out something that'll work. And just a little tip, be aware that setting goals uh, you know, that someone has power over, you know, maybe like get that promotion depends on who else applies or on the recruiter's decision, right? Because there are other external factors that are, you know, they factor into you being able to be successful. It's not always just you. There's always someone or there are situations where there is someone that, you know, decides whether or not you get in despite how good or how uh, how good you are or how prepared you might be. So something that's a very good example of this is acting. No matter how good of an actor you are, no matter how great the audition was, it's up to the person who saw you uh, to decide whether or not you're in. So it's not always going to be on you. It's sometimes the person who decides the power is not always in your hands. But depending on the different things, sometimes it is in your hands. Sometimes it's not. So don't worry about it, you know, get the experience and the training, right, that I need to be considered for that promotion is entirely down to you. So the preparation, the hard work, the dedication and all of that, that's up to you. But when it comes to certain situations where you, where another power has the, or another person has the power to say you've been promoted or you've been recruited or whatever it is, that's down to them. So don't be don't beat yourself up for someone else's decision. Now, if you did the best you could, definitely don't beat yourself up. But if you lack preparement and you didn't do that, then that's that you know, that's completely on you.
Number four, relevant. So this is a step that is about ensuring that your goal matters to you because goals come and go. There's different goals that you try to accomplish and not all of them mean that much to you. There's some that mean the world to you and there's others that if you don't accomplish, oh well. So you need to figure out if it's really important to you because if it's not, it's definitely not worth your time. You're just wasting your time daydreaming about a goal that doesn't really matter to you. So um, we need all the support and the assistant assistance when it comes to achieving our goals, but it's also important to re- retain that control over them. So in this process, make sure that your plans drive everyone forward, but that you're still responsible for achieving your own goal. So a relevant goal can answer yes to these questions. So if it's relevant, you should be saying yes to all of these questions. So pick a goal in your head and see if these questions get a yes. I'm so sorry. My throat is dry and it's starting to hurt. Anyway, so the first question, does this seem worthwhile? So do you see yourself doing this one, three, five years, maybe even 10 years from now? If you say yes, good. Is this the right time? Do you have the right factors going on? You know, are things going well? Are you able to do this? If it's yes, good. Number three, does this match our efforts and needs? So what are your, you know, you're putting in all your efforts clearly, maybe, maybe not. Also, does it meet your needs? Yes, no, maybe. Try to figure that out. The next one is, am I the right person to reach this goal? Hopefully, if you believe in yourself, you should say yes. The last one is, is it applicable in the current socioeconomic environment? Yes, no, figure that out all for yourselves. An example here is you might want to gain the skills to become the head of marketing within your organization, but it is <clears throat> it is the right time to undertake the required training or work towards additional qualifications. Are you sure that you're the right person for the that you know that role? And also have you considered you know maybe your partner's goal? For example, maybe they want to start a family or you know, maybe completing the training in your free time would make this a little bit more difficult. All right, so sorry for that. I, for some reason, my throat was acting up. But anyway, so you have to figure out if this really, you know, answers yes to all of these questions. You have to make sure that it is relevant because if it's not, there's a lot of depending factors that could definitely affect your goal and it just won't add up in the long run or even in the short term, you might be able to figure that out as well. And the last one, which is number five, time bound. Every goal needs a target date so that you have a deadline in order to focus on and something to work towards. And this part of the SMART goal criteria helps prevent everyday tasks from taking priority over your long-term goals because long-term goals are required to be worked on every single day. And those are little objectives on the daily, right? And so you need to do that. 
in order to complete those long term. And so you can't have the everyday tasks, things that come up, just take priority over your long term goals because you can't let them or else they'll taking your time away from your long term priorities. When or a time bound goal will usually answer these three questions when maybe by six months can i or yeah pretty much can i do this from six months from now yes can i do it six weeks from now maybe can i do or what can i do today so when maybe six months right what can i do six months from now i don't know decide what it is what can i do six weeks from now what can i do today what can i do today to get closer to the goal and so gaining the experience be- to become the head of marketing right may require additional training or experience as you know i mentioned earlier so how long will it take you to acquire these skills do you need any further training so that you're eligible for certain exams or qualifications because sometimes you need qualify or you need to be qualified in order to reach the tryout or whatever um or to reach the promotion promotional tier right before you get promoted or maybe someone else gets promoted or sometimes you need to qualify for the qualifications which is you know that happens in sports too it's important to give yourself a realistic time frame for accomplishing the smaller goals that are necessary to achieving your final objective. You know, the final goal, the this is it, you know, this is the final thing, done, this is it. Whatever it is, make sure you give yourself a realistic time frame. And maybe if you want to put a little bit of pressure on yourself, maybe take a, a week or two away from yourself. Because I know when we get maybe certain deadlines from maybe work or school and they're not realistic, you know, they probably give you like a day to write an essay. Well, personally, I could, I feel like a lot of people can write an essay in a day, but uh, maybe one essay in an hour, right? That's an unrealistic time frame. But if they say two hours, you'll be like, okay, it's, it's definitely a lot more realistic, but it's just, it's, um, it's also putting a lot of pressure on me. So you need to find that specific, you need to find that specific time where it's not stressing you out, but it's also not making you feel comfortable. You have to find that sweet spot. Life is about balance. I've said this before, everything in your life in, you know, there's a lot of factors in your life. One factor needs to be balanced. The other factor needs to also be balanced. That way, all of them can be balanced and they can be balanced together to create a balanced lifestyle. And in this case, you need to have that balance between not being too comfortable and not being stressed out. You need to find somewhere where you feel the pressure, but it's not like overwhelming you. And you also can't have it be comfortable because you feel like you have all the time in the world. And you can't be too stressed or else you're going to freak out, probably lose control, lose focus, lose motivation. That's why you need to find that balance in order to be well-rounded 
and honestly have a higher chance of success. All right, so the benefits and drawbacks. SMART is a definitely effective tool that provides a lot of clarity, focus, and motivation. And those are the things that you'll need to achieve your goals. It can also improve your ability to reach them by encouraging you to define your objectives clearly and set a completion date. SMART goals are also very easy to be used by really anyone, anywhere, and there is no need for a specialist tools or training. And, you know, obviously there's a lot of, you know, interpretations of SMART, and it could definitely mean that it loses its effectiveness or be misunderstood. And some people believe that SMART doesn't work well for long-term goals because it lacks flexibility. While others actually suggest that it's that's it stifles creativity honestly like i said you need balance and if you feel like smart isn't working anymore fix it this is why they say fix whatever you need to be fixed because along the way you'll figure out what works for you and what doesn't this is not going to work for everyone this will not work for anyone or for everyone this will work for some people personally this this would definitely work for me because I've I've tried it before and it definitely works. For me, it works, but maybe for the next person, it's not so effective. Try it out. Try it out for a month, two months, three months, six months, maybe even a year. Figure out if it's actually working for you. And if not, find something else that will. Because honestly, there's a lot of different methods of accomplishing your goals and SMART is one of them. It's just one of them. Honestly, I could probably, you know, uh, complete my goals with another method. But personally, I like this method. It's just very efficient. It's a clear description of what your goals are. And it gives your brain this clarity where it figures out, okay, this is what I need to do. This is how I need to do it. And it's just like a whole map of what I need to do. It, it works for me. It may not work for you. It may work for some of you, not all of you. And we're going to be talking about a different goal setting theory, which is going to be called Locke's goal setting theory. And we'll talk about that tomorrow because maybe this will help you out. I mean, there's other different forms of setting goals. And we're going to talk about them. We're going to have a little bit of a series. This is just the first one. So thank you guys for listening. And I I mean, hopefully you guys learned something. I know this was definitely a lot but these are the things that we need to do in order to accomplish our goals again this isn't going to work for anyone or for anyone for everyone i don't want to keep saying that it's not going to work for everyone it's the same thing in school school doesn't work for everyone there's some people who just can't do school and especially now that it's online or is going to be online i guess or is online whatever it doesn't work for even more students. So a lot more students, it does that doesn't work for them. And so it's, again, there's different things. There's different methods of learning. For me, school, it's a neutral feeling. It doesn't necessarily work a lot, but it does work, I guess, enough where I'm learning new things and I'm you know definitely applying the concepts that I learned. But personally, my preference of learning is my own. You know, I love exploring. I love learning about new things. I, I teach myself about cars. I teach myself about, you know, tech. 
and there's uh, I have some, you know, teachers on on YouTube online where I learn how to be, you know, how to uh, learn more about fashion, how to take care of myself better, how to do this, how to do that, how to become a better person. And so I read articles, I watch videos, I do everything I can to learn and be better and every day learn something new because that's what honestly motivates me as a person. That's one of the things that I love doing is learning. I love learning. And learning gets a bad rep because of school. School ruined learning for a lot of people. But if they were just to realize that school isn't the only way to learn, their life would be so much better. Their finances would be better. Their, their emotional life, their love life would be better. Themselves as a, as a person would be happier and better. They would be in a much better position they would have a better life if they would just take the time to learn. Learning is power. You have so much knowledge available to you through the internet. And we take, you know, we take it for granted because we use it for things that we shouldn't. We use it to waste time. But instead, um, what I try to do is have a little bit of a balance. Have your games, play your stuff, but also learn something. Learn from different videos. And try to practice that whenever I can. And I love doing that. I love learning. And so I hope you guys can figure out this kind of love of learning that I have. Again, school for, for probably the entire time I was in school. Uh, even though I technically I am in school right now. But it wasn't until junior year of my high school career, I guess you could say. It wasn't until junior year where I fell in love with learning. But not school learning my own learning where I found things out for myself, where I learned things that I never knew about, or I maybe solidified something I already knew. So whatever it is that you love learning about, go explore on YouTube. There's YouTube videos about anything conceivable. Like there's so many different topics that you can figure out from what are the properties of water to rocket science. I mean, there's so many different topics probably any topic under the sun, you'll be able to find lessons on how to do it. YouTube can teach you how to be a chef, a mechanic, a tech expert, uh, a scientist, whatever it is, you know, a biology major, you could figure out all of these things. Learning is something amazing that you really need to experience for yourself. Books, videos, audiobooks, articles, whatever it is, figure it out. And maybe this is podcast for you. For me, I love reading and watching videos because obviously uh, there are some times where I just don't want to read. I just want to hear or um, definitely because I'm also more of a visual learner and hands-on learner. So if I can help myself with one of those, you know, which is visual, I can definitely get an upper hand there. And that's what I love because I'm adapting to my version of learning. People learn differently and some people don't even like learning. So it makes it very difficult for people to find the right way to learn in the first place or to even begin to start learning. And it's very difficult, but once you go through those loops, you figure out, okay, this is how this is what I want to learn. This is how I can learn. This is the most effective way of learning for me. And now I'm going to emphasize and kind of take action on that. And I figured that out for me. I've, you know, definitely been exploring for around two years now 
of how, what's the most you know effective way for me to learn and i figured it out obviously this is probably not going to be the permanent way because we grow we adapt we we change and so i can change my habits i can change my learning style just the same not because i want to maybe because it just changes inside of me so i have to adapt my routines of how i learn to adapt to my new way of learning that way i can be more efficient so that was it for this one hopefully you guys learned something i love sharing my knowledge that i learn and it's something that i i really do really do enjoy so hopefully you guys enjoyed thank you guys for listening i will catch you guys in the next one but until then oh and also happy new years if i missed you and stay safe peace out